Warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause you to become confused as to what liquids you should drink and liquids that you shouldn't, such as liquids with volatile sensitivity to changes in temperature and or pressure, liquids that require two mechanical seals to stay put, non-lubricating liquids that produce gases and or solids that may or may not be abrasive, liquids that are seriously goddamn sensitive to agitation, liquids that react with each other to form a solid, which is an absolute nightmare, or limitlessly lubricating liquids a nightmare at the other end of the rectum. Spectrum, take it from Spoon. And lastly, anything at all consumed by ShouldIDrinkThat.com Welcome to Should I Drink That Craft Beer Podcast, or even if it's crap, I drink it so you don't have to. My name is Spoon. I am your host. It's been a while. In case you forgot who I was. Yeah, it's it was um, August 31st. I think it was the last show, 114. And then uh, I kind of took an unexpected hiatus. Trust me, it wasn't you. It was me. And <laughs> uh, yeah, things just, just kind of popped up. Uh, you know, life happens. Um, some personal things going on. Everything's fine. Don't worry. No, no big like sickness, illness thing going on. No, just uh, stuff going on. Work was really busy, and uh, I know you guys don't like excuses. And really, um, to be point blank, just to be brutally honest with you, uh, I got burned out of the whole craft beer scene. I, I finally had it with the beer holes that were going around, just spreading hate and vile and negativity. Negativity, negativity, yoy, uh, about everything going on. And I just, I had to step away from it for a little bit because I, I, I was just fed up with it. You know, you do this, I've been doing this for almost 10 years now. And, uh, especially in the local scene, it was getting really bad where you couldn't even say anything about a beer without somebody just jumping on your shit. So, uh, I decided to just take a break and, uh, not really fair to you guys. I should have told you about it. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff was going on in the beer world, and I, I was pretty much done with this. I was just like, screw it. I, I don't need to deal with this shit anymore. And then I went to a beer fest for uh, Brewing Up a Cure, actually, for uh, Cystic Fibrosis. Great time, by the way. Uh, thank you to Jason Sircone for having me on his show over a couple of beers and uh, getting me back out there because I, I think he knew, too. I was just like, I'm tired of this bullshit. <laughs> We're texting back and forth. I can't take this shit anymore. People suck. And there are a lot of really great people, but you never hear from them. We always hear from the negative people and the people who want to bitch because apparently that, that gives you street cred. And uh, all that does is just make you a an asshole. A jag-off. I told myself I was going to cut back on the swearing, so we'll stick with a jag-off. If you're not from Pittsburgh, jag-off is basically an asshole. That's the best way to put it. You're a jerk. So uh, beer hole, jag off, we're going to go with those terms. So I was at this uh, beer fest, and I had my SIDT shirt on, and this guy comes up to me. He's like, dude, I love the show. When are you coming back? So uh, so that really that really made me feel good. Then I got a, a message a few weeks ago, too, and I got a few on Facebook, too, saying, what's going on with the show? And I said, you know what? I, I have to sit down and just get it done. And even though I'm recording this at almost midnight on the 12th of December, which is like the only free time I've had lately. Um, 
we're getting it done. We're going to have an awesome show tonight. I'm glad you guys are still here. Uh, there are some changes you do need to be aware of, though. And this is also what I've kind of been doing on the side. So should I drink that's moved hosts? Um, if you subscribe to the show using Stitcher or iTunes, you're you're not going to notice the difference. Uh-uh. Um, should I drink that is now hosted by Libsyn? which is uh, Liberated Syndication, also home to Mark Mayer and a bunch of other fantastic podcasts. Uh, I've been talking to them for almost a year now to figure out what we could do, and I uh, finally pulled the trigger, moved the show over, gigs and gigs and gigs of shows over, and uh, got everything set up. So uh, if you subscribe to the show via an RSS feed that is not from iTunes or Stitcher, you're okay right now, but the URL is going to change. And what I suggest you do is you join the Should I Drink That Facebook group. We have a group now. Yes. Uh, join the Facebook group. And I believe it's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash should I drink that. And you'll find it. And uh, I'll make the announcement in there and also on the Facebook page, which is just facebook.com slash should I drink that, uh, of where everything's going. The blog is moving uh, everything is getting overhauled finally. I've been saying this for years. I was going to do it, and I actually started doing it. Uh, the blog's going to come out here soon, uh, beginning of the year. I had said that it was going to be around October 21st, but that didn't happen because I had severe uh, WordPress meltdowns. So that didn't happen. Anyways, long story short, join the Facebook group. There's a lot of activity going on over there. That's where I'm going. That's kind of where I hang out during the day and and post all my beer stuff. Uh, Facebook sucks when it comes to getting any kind of reach on your page unless you pay for it. You guys shouldn't have to wait around hoping that I you know, I can throw out a couple hundred bucks just so you can get the news that you want, which is funny because I do a lot of Facebook advertising. <laughs> I can spend other people's money. I'm not spending my own. Uh, but if you want me to spend your money, get a hold of me because I'm really good at it. <laughs> so uh, the announcements will come out on there. You go have a couple beers. Let's go relax at the bar. That's where you want to go. Uh, so go check that out. And going through all the show notes. I have way too much news. And this is the other thing. There's been so much going on right now. And I've wanted to get on a microphone and start talking to you people. But I can't because I was busy. But now I figured out a way to do it. Record at like midnight on a Saturday. <laughs> it seems to be the only way to work. The brewery tonight is one that uh, if you're new to the show, you are you probably have no clue what I'm about to talk about. The guys, you've been around for a while, you're going to be like, ah, son of a bitch. So the the beers tonight are from Dogfish Head, uh, one of my personal favorite breweries. And I know they, everyone's like, oh, fuck Dogfish Head, man. That's one of the popular ones. Go for small. Well, you know what? I like Dogfish Head. I like most of their beers. Not all of them. The pish is it's pretty much... Ugh. But most of the beers are good. And I looked through our notes and realized we never really reviewed their beers. Now, back in the day, I chugged the 120. In fact, according to the Internet Archives, I'm the first person to chug a 120 on YouTube. Yeah. And don't go trying to find that video because apparently enough people hated us that they reported us to YouTube. And the video got taken down for BS copyright infringements. So... Yeah, that's why it's not on there, but it, it will get back up, I'm sure, soon. Uh, we're actually coming up on the 10th anniversary of that, <laughs> which is hard to believe. But uh, look at the archives. We didn't really 
we never really discussed a lot of dogfish yet. And I think it's because a lot of people could get it, and it just seemed like, yeah, yeah, it's there. Everyone wants it, so we wanted to be rare. But they actually have some really good beers that, and some beers tonight that I haven't had that I've been dying to have. Along with the new stuff going on with the show, I know I'm babbling on. We might have an app coming out. I might have an app coming out. Uh, it'll be part of the podcast. It's not going to be anything more than – there's a lot of craft beer apps that are out there right now, and I'm in no way ever going to try to compete with those because I, I don't have a reason to, really. Let those other guys do all the work. Uh, but it's going to be one just for the show. So um, if you want to have an app just to download Should I Drink That and a few other like golden nuggets that I'm going to have in there, yeah, that's going to happen. Uh, as for the format of the show, if you are a member of a band or know an unsigned band, signed bands would be cool too, but you know, we got to deal with lawyers on that stuff. Um, if there's some music you guys want to hear, I am, I've gotten really big into uh, listening to local music. While well, I took my little hiatus, I, I, I chilled, read a lot, and uh, listened to local music. And, man, there's some really good shit coming out of Pittsburgh. But uh, if you guys have any music that you would like to hear on this show or any bands, uh, tell me to get a hold of me, webmaster at shouldidrinkthat.com. Or if you're in a band, send me over like a demo or an MP3 or something, and uh, I'll pimp the shit out of you. Identity X was one of the bands we had on here. Uh, one of one of the local bands I really like too, and uh, and yeah, those guys are, are taking off also. So anytime we can we can jam with your music. In fact, if you want to uh, hang out somewhere, record a sh have a couple beers, and uh, play some jams for us, go for it. Let's do it. Let's figure this out. Oh man, I've missed you guys. This is fun. Let's get to the first beer. Oh, and, and just for the record for this one, uh, this is just you, me, the microphone, and a couple beers. I'm not doing anything fancy, nothing fancy with the editing. There will be soon. I'm working on that. But until that time comes, like all the other fancy schmancy shows that are out there and have production facilities and guys and engineers doing shit, no. There you go. Let's drink a beer. So the first beer tonight is going to be the Midas Touch. Handcrafted ale. Ancient ale, I should say. Like, way back in the day. This is uh, the first in their Ancient Ale series. So the story behind this is... Uh, <laughs> it's really cool, too. So they, they found King Midas's tomb, like, out in Turkey. And it's 2,700 years old uh, drinking vessels that were in there. And they were able to take, you know, analyze it and figure out how they made alcoholic beverages back then spirits libations whatever you want um, barley honey white muscat grapes and saffron are in this beer this is a nine percent in 12 ibus so it's not very big all right so let's pour this one in my somewhat official dogfish head glass which sick puppy i believe broke oh look at that oh, it's dancing it's very golden, very active on the carbonation, and then it dies. This thing was bubbling like crazy. <laughs> it just stopped. It's like somebody turned the air off in the jumpy house. Oh, check that out. All right, so the first one here, yes, Midas Touch. Let's uh, give this thing a, a taste. Very sweet on the nose. I'm actually getting a lot of that grape. More, I'm more grape than I was kind of hoping on this. Wow. It tastes more like a wine. Which Dogfish Head is known to mix beers and wines together. This would be good for a... Um, 
I hate to admit this, I was drinking wine also while I was on my haze. And this is, um, this would be really good for, with, uh, oh, who was it? One of my friends was, was really big into Chardonnays. This, this is something that she would like. Ooh. Hmm. There's no burn from the alcohol. 9%. Wasn't expecting too much. But with an ancient ale, uh, ooh, wow, that, ooh, that gets warm quick. <laughs> Once that hits your belly, yeah, that warms you up. Which is not a good thing right now because uh, currently in Pittsburgh, it was 70 degrees today. In the middle of December. Wow. I, I do like that Dogfish Head is uh, making the effort to customize their bottles so that they have the nice little embossed uh, Dogfish logo in here. Uh, wow, that, that's really nice. It's been a while since I've actually bought singles of Dogfish Head. Uh, I've been drinking, of course, I've been drinking a lot of uh, Victory and Trogues. And, uh, and mostly the uh, a Golden Monkey is my go-to beer, which if you follow me on Untapped, Username Spoon, like the utensil. Uh, you can see all of my craft beer adventures on there. That was, mm. this is this would be like a relative of Golden Monkey for me. The head is definitely not as beautiful as is the Golden Monkey, but this is um, I'm warming up to the the grapes in it, and having a family history of grape farmers, so we're we're pretty up on our grapes. And I'm I'm not bullshitting you. My family is like my family was a bunch of grape farmers up in Erie. It's like an it's almost like an over I don't want to say overcarbonated. Um, it tastes like a it it tastes like a white wine that's got a little bit more uh, carbonation to it. I think that's the the best way I'm going to be able to describe this one. It's not bad. Um, I would probably buy this if I'm out at the bar. I don't know what they would charge for a 9% dogfish head. I'm sure it'd probably be something outrageous around Pittsburgh. It is um, slightly biscuity. Is that a word? Can I say biscuity? Oh, well, yeah, of course I can. It's my show. I can say whatever the hell I want. Yeah, it's biscuity. That's what it's... Dude, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else you guys were expecting from this. Uh, but no, it's I, I dig it. If you can find some Midas Touch, it's definitely a unique beer. Um, I, I think that... The grapes, though, is just, it's a, a little bit on the heavy side for me. And I don't know if that's intentional or not, but I, I like it. Uh, I'm warming up to it. In fact, the, the grapes really come out on the on the aroma on this thing once it starts to warm up a little bit. Yeah, you have a couple of these, and you're having yourself a good night. You're having a damn good night. And it's only going to get better with the other beers that we have coming up here, too. So a funny thing happened, um, and it's weird how all this is going around Dogfish Head, which is why it was like a no-brainer for me to, to go ahead and uh, <laughs> and have this beer, or have these beers, and have this brewery on here. So I I had a suggested video pop up in my YouTube stream, and it was about uh, Dogfish Head making a beer with uh, Scrapple, which if you're not familiar with Scrapple, in fact, I don't think anybody that does not live on the eastern part of Pennsylvania really is. Uh, it's basically everything left of the pig that's made into this like gel loaf thing. It's uh, oh, it's, it's kind of gross looking. It's foul smelling. It kind of tastes good when you put some ketchup on it. Put ketchup on it, it's everything's good. It's like a loaf, I guess. I don't know. I've seen it so many different ways. Uh, basically, you fry it up and you eat it. 
So Sam was, uh, the video caught my interest because I wanted to see it, uh, how they were going to put Scrapple in beer. And when I clicked on it, something really bothered me. When uh, they do the pre-roll of the ads, the ad was for Goose Island. Yeah, let's let that sink in for a minute. Now, the video wasn't Dogfish Head's video. They, uh, I actually contacted them about this to see what the... Um, to let them know that, th that this was happening. And uh, the video was posted by another company. And so it wasn't a Dogfish Head video. They were just like part of this uh, this other thing that's going on. But they said, hey, thanks for letting us know. This is one of the reasons why we don't do ads on our videos, which is awesome. Thank you, Dogfish Head, for not having ads in your videos. That's great. Uh, so the company that, that did it, I don't even think that they, I don't even know if they were aware of it. They did a fan, first of all. They did a fantastic job on the video. Fan, very well done. Uh, great production. Awesome lighting. Great sound. Overall, good content. I was digging it. But it started with a Goose Island ad. Yes, AB InBev's Goose Island is now running ads before craft beer videos. So when you're wondering, yeah, you know what? I don't care if my I don't care if they're, you know, they're buying up everyone. Some of that money that they're taking, they're finally putting it to good use. I shouldn't say good use. But as a marketing person, I can say, damn, that was smart. They're finally starting to get social media and how digital marketing works in the world. Instead of blasting out really just stupid commercials constantly, they're, they're actually taking their money and saying, hey, how can we get the craft beer people to notice us? So they put the real, and it's a really well done ad too. I'll give them credit. Like Goose Island ad, it was a, it's an awesome ad. The fact that it's owned by AB InBev, God, it doesn't sit well with me. But this leads to the whole transparency thing too. Of okay, well, how do we, you know, well, are they actually saying that they're AB InBev? Just watch the video. Those the link to this will be in the show notes. And I've mentioned this a few times on Facebook and on Twitter, and people were like, "What the hell." Seriously, the Goose Island ad before Dogfish ad. It's like seeing, you know what it's like? It's like when you would watch the Dogfish Head video or the, the series that they had out, the Brewmaster series, and Blue Moon ads were playing, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's what it's like. Everyday people probably don't give a shit. Beer people were like, ooh, 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 you did what? Yeah. Kind of like that. That was my reaction. I'm not pissed about it. Now, as a craft beer fan, I'm like, oh, shit. They finally figured it out. They realized that they don't have to make hokey ads. Damn. So, uh, yeah, check out the show notes. I, the, the ad won't show up every single time you watch it. So it's kind of like in a rotation. But check it out, and maybe every once in a while you'll, you'll see what it is. It's from a uh, an organization called... Um, Munchies, which is like a, I believe a spinoff of a vice. So yeah, check it out. Uh, a Bacardi ad shows up once in a while too. I don't know if Dogfish actually said something to him about it. Like, Hey, what the hell? But just giving you a heads up. Uh, that's what's kind of going on with the money right now. So keep drinking this beer. Of course, that's not all that we have for Dogfish head being in the news. <laughs> and this one just sent people's minds blowing up. Watching it in the local craft beer Facebook groups and and stuff like that, 
which you might be scratching your head saying, dude, I, I thought you were tired of the beer holes and, and the jagoffs. Yes, but I also need to keep up with what's going on in the local communities and stuff like that. So I, I kind of subject myself. It, and the funny thing is, since I, I do marketing and I'm a social media guy, I'm on it all the time. So I actually, I, I must, you know, just love the pain and the agony of listening to people bitch all day. <laughs> That's what ends up happening. And it's my day job. I don't get it so much, but it's, I always have the beer feeds up and it's like, God, you guys whine, stop whining, shut up. Hey, yeah, there's a good one. Oh, now there's four other people pissed off. And this news, this pissed a lot of people off. Me, I went, <laughs> don't that figure. Dogfish Head is supposedly making the hoppiest beer ever. Hulad comes in at 658 IBUs. You heard that correctly. 658 IBUs. Now, hoppy beers compared to bitterness, and you could get into this whole thing, but let's just take it for what it is. Dogfish Head just made one hell of an insane beer. Now, a lot of the circles were saying, why would you do that? Why? You can't taste anything over. And this is what gets their panties in a bunch. And this is what's funny. Uh, well, you can't taste anything over 100 IBS. Oh, my God. Yes, that, that, that might be true. But you know what? Who cares? You know why they did it? Because they can. Because this is what makes Dogfish Head fun. They'll just do whatever. And they don't care if it's going to be big or not. They just want to do it. Just want to try it. And you know what? That's why they're craft brewers, because they can do stuff like this. If you want the same old stuff, go visit somebody else. You don't have to drink their beers. You don't have to drink anybody else's beers. You can go be smug and drink your own homebrew all day. No one gives a shit. Dogfish Head's pushing the envelope. They're trying new things to see what works. This could be the catalyst for something else. We don't know. So guess what? They're going to make it, and I can't wait to try it. Oh, it's going it, to, I don't even care if it sucks. I just want to try it because man, that's, you know what? That just sounds like fun. It's fun. You could see the smile and Sam's face and all the other guys that were helping him out because they made this. As he says, it's, this is DEFCON one hobby. I am looking forward to, uh, hopefully getting somewhat of a sample of this. I have friends that are trying to get me some, so we'll see what happens. But uh, it's on the Dogfish Head blog, which if uh, you get the, the chance, Dogfish Head's website is pretty fantastic. Go there and uh, go to the blog. You, subscribe to the blog. If you've got an RSS reader, it's not very difficult to do. They've got a ton of news on here. It's just it's a fun time. Drink a beer. Have a good time. Yeah, they're one of the big guys, but you know what? They have fun. Beer's about having fun, not being an ass. And Hulad, I can't wait to try that one. Hoppiest beer ever. 600 and, oh my God, 658. Some of you, that might be old news by now, but 650. Oh, crazy insane. Mm. I don't know how I'm going to. Mm. I can't get through this beer fast. I'm going to have to set this one aside. And you know what? Since we're, uh, I'm cutting back on, on the video for a little bit and doing the audio, I can just sit back and drink this beer, and you don't have to sit here and watch me do it. So uh, let's take a breather. Be back with the next beer. So in, in good faith, I, was, <laughs> I had every intention of reviewing three beers tonight, and as I'm finishing up the Midas Touch, I'm realizing it's a bad 
freaking idea right now because, well, the beer that I'm not going to review tonight that I might throw in as a special extra, we'll, we'll see how the night goes, was going to be the Dogfish Head Fort, which is also, which is around 17%. But I, I've had that. Actually, I had it a few years ago. It, it was retired beer. It was brought back. I'm very happy that it was brought back because honestly, it, that is one of my favorite Dogfish Head beers was was that. I think we might have reviewed it, but I got something stronger, and it's not a 120. No. No, 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the final beer of the evening will be the Dogfish Head 20th Anniversary Higher Math. A golden ale brewed with chocolate and sour cherry juice, 17% ABV, 35 IBUs. Oh, boy. Way back in the early 1990s, a 20-something waiter in New York City named Sam got a taste for a small American microbrews. A doer, Sam stopped by a homebrew store and embarked on the very first batch of his own beer. On the way home, he spotted a bag of cherries at his local bodega and thought they'd make a, his beer a little bit more interesting. He was right. And the day after he and his friends enjoyed that first batch, he started researching what it would take to open a brewery. Oh yeah, the rest, as they say, is history. Higher math is a tribute to the auspicious first beer and celebrates 20 off-centered years of Dogfish Head. It's a golden strong ale fermented with sour cherry juice, cocoa nibs, and clocks in that 17% ABV. Higher math. Has forward notes of cherry, pineapple, and stewed fruit. With late notes of cocoa. Or cocoa. It has a lingering sweetness and a notable warmth from the alcohol. To be brutally honest with you, this is the reason why I wanted to do a show. I wanted to drink this beer with you guys. Because uh, we're coming up on the 10th anniversary of Should I Drink That? This is the 20th. Anniversary for Dogfish Head. I'm thinking, you know what? I need a beer to get me back into the groove, get me out of my craft beer funk. And I'm really hoping it's this one because, damn, is it sexy with this nice gold label. It's a nice little hunter green behind it. It's background. And sometimes you just need a really strong beer to kick in the ass and get you moving again. Kind of get off the craft beer boredom. One thing I've noticed since we came back from camping is the craft beer in Pittsburgh has taken off. There's a lot of craft breweries around here. And uh, we're, someone said that we're up in the 30s or close to the 30s. By the end of the year, we should be in the 30s. And I was talking to Bob Batts uh, Jr. from the Post-Gazette about this. And we were going over a list of all the breweries that are opening in the just in western Pennsylvania, especially southwest PA. And later this week, I'm hoping to get up to Dubois, I'm going to do a quick trip up and back with the recorder. And uh, if I can get this to work out to go see Doc G's, which is opening in Dubois, which is the first brewery there since, I think, the 70s when uh, Budweiser bought Dubois Brewing. So if I can uh, if I can swing that, we're going to get up there for a quick day trip to uh, go check them out. All these are here, so I got some vacation time to take. Uh, but along with them, though, like Insurrection just opened up in Pittsburgh. Uh, so South Hills, I guess you can, if we can include them in the South Hills, we've got three or four breweries now. There's a lot of nanos that are starting up. There's just breweries popping up everywhere. And, and here's the thing that's cool with it that I really like is that they don't need 
bottling lines. They don't need canning lines. They they can make crowlers if they want. They can, you know, uh, they can, some of these places can can on site if they have to do it. Uh, but it, we're going back to the days of having more localized beer, so that it's kind of like restaurants. Uh, they don't have to worry about distribution so much. And that, I think that's one of the things that holds Pittsburgh back, honestly, from being a major player outside of Pittsburgh in Western Pennsylvania is distribution because getting our beer out to everyone is very difficult. But we have a lot of great local craft beer scenes and a lot of great local craft beer. And uh, and there are a lot of one-offs too. Like uh, Brew Gentlemen have been knocking it out of the park and I've been dying to get back over there and try more beers, but it's tough for me to get over to Braddock. But in the South Hills, I can hit all these places. I go to Hitchhiker frequently. I love Hitchhiker. Spoonwood, decent beers. Um, I haven't been to Insurrection, but I've heard their food and their beer is top-notch. So this is like a great time to be alive in the age of craft beer. Uh, everything's taking off, and it's, I love these smaller places, especially like Hitchhiker, where I can just go down there, have a beer, chill, and come home. That's cool. If I want a growler to go, which I did for Thanksgiving, I picked up a growler of one of Andy's beers and I took it to Thanksgiving dinner. That's the kind of stuff that I like. Uh, I don't care that I can't go buy it in a store. I don't want to go buy it in a store. I want to go and get a growler or have a draft and, and that's it. Some places that's perfect. Other places I would like to see more on the shelves, but reality is, especially in my state that it's tough to get shelf space because we can't sell beer in grocery stores unless it's a deli area that has this, this, and this. Okay, so let's get ready to open up this beer. It is the Dogfish Head Higher Math. Ooh, wow, I got... Wow, that, that, chocolate, that chocolate's right on top. <laughs> chocolate and cherry, that's exactly what... It, it smells like a chocolate-covered cherry. Like those, those snacks, or snacks, Jesus, that candy that my grandparents used to have for me that are wrapped up in, in gold foil. It smells a little warm, though. Oh, I hope this isn't boozy. 17% it's tough to mat, or max. Yeah, it's tough to, uh, to cover up. It smells fantastic, though. This is, oh, man. Man, this is taking me back to my youth. Remember those uh, the chocolates that had the the white filling, like white creamy filling and cherries in the middle? That's what this smells like. Man, my grandparents used to have that stuff all the time around the house. All right, cheers. Oh, burn! This tastes like a boozier version of that. <laughs> Honestly, this tastes um, just like the chocolate covered cherries little creamy uh it's got it's burning though it's got a little burn 17 percent you gotta expect that it's got a little burn though <laughs> clearing up my sinuses since it's all screwed up with the weather around here freaking pittsburgh wow that chocolate really lays there that that is the best example i can give you of this beer if you like those chocolate covered cherries this is that's exactly what this is uh, I don't know how a full glass of this is going to go down. Oh, I'm already starting to get horsed. What the hell is this thing doing to me? <clears throat> wow. Yeah. It's got some... <laughs> put some hair on your ass is what it's going to do. Oh. Well, hey, if you are on the social medias, you can check us out. 
check me out. Check all of us out, really. Jump on the social train. If you're on the Twitters or the Periscope at SIDT, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Google+. Yes, Google+, we're big on there. All of them, should I drink that? Snapchat, SIDT beer, and untapped spoon, like the utensil. Whew, because I'm going to be talking about this one. Oh, wow, that's warming up my belly. That, mmm. That's making the craft beer soul feel pretty damn nice. And with as crazy as the world's been lately, I'm not going to go on some political rant. Um, we need more beers like this just to chill the hell out. The elections with Trump and everything else going on, people just being, people on Facebook just being stupid. That's the best way to put it. You're being stupid. Um, I don't care what your views are. It doesn't matter to me. People are just being knuckleheads. <laughs> it's, it's either over the election or beer or whatever it is. People, if for some reason we've hit a, a period of social media where people are being knuckleheads. They're being idiots. Can we just go back to pictures of cats and food? And selfies. Can we do that? Oh, I don't know if I can take another year until this election's over and then people are going to hate whoever gets elected. We need more beer in the world. We need more beer in the social medias. So take pictures. Tag SIDT in it. I want to see your beer pictures in it. Let me know what you're drinking because there's a good chance I'm probably having one right now with you too. Because that's what we're all about. We're about building communities, having a good time, drinking good beer. Cool. And your throat burning from <laughs> the alcohol in this beer. No, it's actually, it's very, it, it's very good. Uh, not burning as much as I was actually expecting. I was 17%. This is good. This is really good. And I'm glad to be back on this microphone talking to you. Let me know what you guys have been up to. Uh, shoot me a message. Webmaster at shouldidrinkthat.com. Actually, Father Spoon at shouldidrinkthat.com. Either way, they, they go to my Gmail address. Uh, shoot me a message on Twitter. I'm on Twitter all day. It, just, it happens. Uh, but join the Facebook group. That would be awesome. We'll talk about beer and I love barbecue too. Beer and barbecue are my two big things that I just love these days. So if you get a chance, jump on there. Talk. I'll talk to you about that. I'll talk your ear off about that. I, I in fact, I would love it if uh, we could get a barbecue tour of Pittsburgh started because there's like five restaurants I definitely want to try around here that has really kick-ass barbecue. I've heard. So if we can do that with beer, that'd be great. Um, but most importantly, love each other. Have a beer. Forget about people being pricks. And just love each other. Give each other a high five. That's what it's all about. Ah. But this is this is pretty good. We're going to get back on schedule here. Uh, I'm hoping to record, uh, I want to say, every two weeks. Hopefully a little bit more than that now. Uh, like I said, we're everything's kicking off with Libsyn. And those guys have been fantastic. I'm glad they're hosting. I'm going to sit back and enjoy this beer. Holy shit. I'm glad I'm not drinking the four after this. Well, I might be. And if I am, let me tell you, that's probably going to be one of the best beer reviews I've done in a long time. Uh, there will be no camera for that one.
for shouldidrinkthat.com. This is the most reverend Father Spoon. Or even if it's crap, I drink it so you don't have to. It's good to be back. I've missed you guys. Let's kick some craft beer ass with these reviews. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you're drinking. Hell, get a hold of me. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, let's go have a beer. Do you want to do a beer trade? Get a hold of me. We'll do a beer trade. Good beer. Good day.